is the place where real dialogue matters. It is time to take flight with Audio Airstrike. What's up, everybody? This is Everett Hall McNeil, and this is Audio Airstrike. Pleasure for you to be joining us. This is episode 98. Been a while, ain't it? Been a while, ain't it? And I have some special guests, which y'all, with some of y'all who've been listening for a long time, this is a blast from the past. Introduce yourself, gentlemen. Uh, we are two thirds of the Baseline Podcast, presented by the Everyday Weekend. Uh, I'm the good man, Capo. And to the left of me, as always, uh, I'm Young Mitchell. What's good? How y'all living? And Young Mitchell, we trust. Now, for those of you who listened way back when, before we hit almost doggone near 100 episodes, these guys in the early days of Audio Airstrike were on giving their opinion. So, um, Young Mitchell contacted Capo. Capo contacted me and let me know that he wanted to hop on this. So, I said, well, I'm not going to turn down a good conversation amongst what's going on in pop culture from a sociological and ethical standpoint. So, I'm always here for it. So thank you guys for being guests in advance. No, I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, for sure. So let's get down to the topics. Going to be pretty interesting. The first topic I want to get to is the Amazon rainforest. Now, some people think that this is the upper echelon's way of creating more businesses in that region. Some people say that the current... Let me see. Somebody who says that the current president over there is trying to do tree cleaning activities and trying to use that for more businesses, which means he does not give a crap about the Amazon rainforest being the lungs of the earth. Now, I want to know your thoughts on one. Do you think this is more of a business move or do you think this is the fact that it took three weeks for them to finally do something to try to save it or try to put water down and stuff of that nature to do uh, relief programs and stuff of that nature. Do you think there's a bigger scheme involved or do you think it's one of those things where it's kind of catastrophic? What are your thoughts? No, somebody set that shit on fire. Someone started that fire. The Amazon is too moist to, to go up in flames at this rate for this long. Nah. Yes, now somebody definitely did do is that. from what I know about this president in that region, uh, he's Trumpish in that he's he's very capitalistic. Yeah. He's looking for the next buck that affects his pocket. He's looking for things that uh, take care of him and and his friends, if you will. If this is a massive region that was considered, let's say, in this country. Like a national forest, right? And it's lush with resources. It's it's in great location. We could do a whole lot more with this than just allow it to exist the way it does. Right. I got my money on Trump shutting that shit down and being like, yeah, let's let's close the park and turn it into a shopping mall. This don't look like nothing other than that. If I can make it look like the Amazon caught on fire, right? And then I'm the president who puts the fire out. And takes this devastation and turns it into financial well-being for my country. All while I'm wrapped up in the businesses that get those finances. Where's the loss for me as a person? So do you think in the grand scheme of things with everything going on that this is something that is conscribed? This is something that is thought as a strategic play for business, e-commerce, everything involving sales for the surplus of growing 
his area under his presidency from a business standpoint, all for the almighty dollar, is what you're basing this as. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think? So I have a different spin on it. I think so. Like previous, like earlier in the month of August or either late July, the indigenous people they actually went to like court and won and like sued the Brazilian government or whatever jurisdiction was, and they won. So I think it's a play against the indigenous people mm. to it's like, all right, y'all, y'all gonna come over and play with the big boys let's play because then you got to think of definitely displaced people that 100%. are living in those regions and you know are they getting paid money to leave are they being forced to leave you know we're over here fire is force yeah fire is force it's- but then here's another spin on it do you think it is some of the people that live there that are trying to make this president look bad by setting those natural resources on fire mm. nah I'm just I'm just trying to see what angle I'm I'm just trying to see what angle another aspect to how it could be like for commercial success is that their president doesn't believe in uh, global warming either Mm. so it's like all right I don't believe in global warming so I'll just knock these trees down that's that's fine that's nuts I think it's very I think it's very interesting because when I'm looking at this and I'm going of all the things that you would touch of all the land that we have, why would you go after the Amazon rainforest? Leave that alone. Like we need some type of natural resource to replenish the resources that we have, like water, like just everything involving the rainforest, I feel like needs to be left alone. You can get land, you can get resources for business, land, stuff of that nature, building commercial buildings, anything like that that works. But why there particularly? That's the most lush and nutrient rich soil on the planet so maybe they're not putting them all up maybe they're growing weed i mean that's big business and in the first of all in order to have this conversation i think we have to start with it we're in a global economy right Mm -hmm. so if weed has become legalized in america most of the biggest crops and biggest cash cows if you will in this country we end up importing right we don't have a lot of american cash crops what tobacco, and and that's dying. Can't smoke nowhere. Mm-hmm. But weeds on the come up. Prohibition. We're in the prohibition of weed. We're inside of prohibition. So maybe it's cheaper to grow weed in Brazil and really good soil. I don't know. I'm not saying that we had anything to do with it. I'm saying there's a lot of different reasons why this would work financially, even if it isn't for a high rise condo. Um. So I just think that that region has a lot of, um resources in its existence in its soil um that are untapped like nobody's extracting financial gain from the rainforest right now and i'm sure that at some point somebody was like well why not what if we just take this piece like how much does that affect but you know what happens when you just say let me take this piece then you get greedy let me take another piece then you get greedy let me take another piece it's, it's greedy to even start yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, so to even start it is greedy. But I just don't believe that this fire just somebody threw a cigarette butt. Nah, that was And to wait three that was, weeks. That's what I'm saying. Well calculated. If the if if a portion of Cali's on fire for two days, they on it. It's national news. They on it. 
And Cali is far drier than the Amazon rain. It's a rain forest. How? My thing is, why would you want to even like be in there? Do you know how many unknown species are in there? Well, if you set them all on fire, well, it ain't gonna matter. You said you're gonna set them all on fire. They probably could have had some foresight. You know, went went deeper into the forest. Right, but now I got this section to start with, and then they're gonna come right back. There ain't gonna be nothing there for them. Yeah, and then they're gonna be living in the buildings that you that you built. Nah, all right. If that's the case, there's a deer in your bedroom right now. Nah. Nah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. That premise doesn't hold. Yes, it does. Okay, if you say so. I I gotta I gotta pick your brain about that. Um, you're saying that there are creatures that would force themselves to stay in that area. Why would they force if their resources around them are not the same and they're being burned? I'm not saying like they're gonna crawl up into the bed next to you, but but I don't want to see just some random creature that has been never seen before walking around. Where I'm trying to do a place of business. That's just wild. Well, maybe it's not a place of business, right? Or what? The resource there is the soil. Yeah, but somebody has to be working there. Somebody has to be there. Right now, when in the event that they the build event, a business, that's what you're saying. Not even just like let's say they're using it for crops. Like oh, you, make like sure you're you, talking to Mike. My bad. Like let's say that you're using it for that that land for crops, like you suggested. Aren't they not going to eat the crops? Let's say it's not just marijuana that they're growing, but they're growing other stuff. Aren't they not going to come eat the crops? Like, what they find out they like the shit? If so, I'm an animal and I go to, I have my particular spot because of brain pattern and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I see that the where I eat at is vastly different. Something is telling me instinct-wise, I shouldn't be coming here. Yeah, the, I don't like the Cajun area of the rainforest. I don't like Cajun force. So if, I see, if I'm seeing my place, if I'm like. That is true, though. That's a very good point. Because if that's the case, I mean, you don't, for example, right? When we look at, I mean, it, for example, I live in a suburbia community. I'm, we're forcing rabbits, deer, duck out. Mm-hmm. When foxes. a suburban, yeah, foxes. Potential, what else is being forced out? You name it, anything that's in the suburban area. Yeah, turtles, whatever, you know, stuff of that nature. Even birds. They're being forced out. That spot that they always go to, that's their spot, that ain't your spot no more. And it don't look the same. That is true. And the the height of danger is higher. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You could be killed. Yeah. So it makes sense. Not even by something with malicious intent. Right. Okay. That's true. That's very true. It's another way to look at it. Hmm. Now you got to be a pretty badass to come over here, right? Like you got to be a crocodile or some type of lo- something. Yeah, crocodiles said we we still own Florida, right? For the right, yeah. Don't they have leopards in the in the rainforest or like jaguars? I, something I, like that? I assume so. That nature. I would want to come a big, across There's a one. big cat in that forest. I've uh, never been to the rainforest. I've never been to the rainforest. I just thought it wasn't for us. Yeah, it's not like that's y'all, y'all got that. I thought it wasn't for us. I know so it's we not. set it on fire. Like nah, we not. as humans, not we as me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know it's not for me. So I would only go out there for if I had a guide. So if something happened, nah. it's the guide's fault, and I can leave scat free. No, nah, that's not. That's what National Geographic is for. Yeah, I watch. Yeah, yeah, What's I that? Agree. Planet Earth. Yeah, yeah. We I watch Planet, Planet Earth, Earth is dope. 
Planet Earth is dope. It's have you watched that ever? I feel like you're you're into cinematography, so you um, should watch yeah, that. I have watched it. I love. I have it. watched it. It. I mean, it is it. Every shot is beautiful, mm-hmm. and it makes animals look beautiful. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. I'm not pulling up there if something looks ferocious. I don't care how good that shot was. Yeah, no. Nah. Because yeah, nah. you could tell some of that stuff they shot was definitely on a longer lens. They didn't get close. Yeah. Nah, Remember they showed, that? but some of them were super, were, were, super long. Were, yeah, some of them were bugging because they showed a behind the scenes uh, episode once oh, the really? whole series was finished. I was like, "Yo, y'all are wild." They was trying to get the shot. Yeah, I appreciate it, but that's crazy. Imagine how much they got paid. But we're we're getting off topic. Let's, yeah, that's true. Now, speaking of getting paid and controversy and stuff like that, um, Look this is that. one of those things that I don't need. God. This is one of the things that I am going to need this phone to, to talk about this. Uh, we have Jay-Z. We have Air Creed. We have the NFL. And for those of you Wait, who... Who? Eric Eric Reed. Reed. Oh, Eric Reed. Yeah, okay. Eric Reed. Um, and then we... So we have these four entities. I'll say entities just to... Because it's uh, four entities that make up this puzzle piece of trying to figure out what is going on now for those of you who listen to audio airstrike in the past capo was on during the big talk about colin kaepernick and the mm-hmm. nfl he was on as a regular co-host along with uh lou and shannon and talking about we went on what was it like a six month seven month talk about kaepernick it was long we did that for every several episode every we had, episode it, it was transitioned because the conversation was changing every right every, every week right and and here we are again, and it's funny how life is. Here we are again, and now we're at a different view Spot of it. With Cap. Yeah. Right. So I'm just going to give my thoughts yeah, and sure. feel free to debate with me if you want. That's welcome. Um, Jay Z has decided to partner with the NFL to put action behind police brutality. Um, it did came up against some flack because there are those that are protest focused and that do not want to infiltrate or don't feel comfortable infiltrating because they feel like it's dealing is making a deal with the devil and you know stuff of that nature you're basically flirting with the enemy that's what some people are thinking now some people are saying you need that along with the protesting to get something changed now Mm -hmm. I see both sides I see where somebody could say that but from my perspective, I will say this. I think we've gotten to the point where everybody is, most people are aware in this social media age, you either are aware or you choose to fake act like you're not aware. And when I sit and look and I look at a and I look at Eric Reed and I look at Kaepernick, you guys did a admirable job bringing awareness I don't have a problem with Eric Reed. I think Eric Reed should be a little bit more supportive of what Jay is doing from an action perspective. I don't have a problem with Eric Reed and Kaepernick protesting. I've said that on this show multiple times. But we do need somebody to be in that room talking with people saying, hey, this is something that you need to be aware about. These are the things that you need to understand where my people are coming from. I feel like you need both. We had... Back in the day, it was the Panthers and Malcolm X that were doing protests in MLK, too. 
But MLK was one of the people that were in the trenches infiltrating and talking with the president and talking with other city officials trying to get stuff done. You needed both because without that, we wouldn't even be able to do this. I mean, I think you hit it on the head. Yeah. Action and awareness. Right. Right. Those are two different things. All right. So the awareness, a hundred cap agreed did that. Um, but at some point, we have to start talking about action. And awareness alone will not create action. It's not going to do anything. It may create the person that becomes the catalyst to action, Hove. Um, but the one caveat I have is this. We have to stop attributing every business move that includes Jay-Z to Jay-Z. Rock Nation has a deal with the NFL, not Sean Carter. Right. Okay. Rock Nation is a company that does live show production on a national level backed by Live Nation. Okay. That gives Jay the ability to put a lot of people on a halftime show and orchestrate it amongst the people that are in the decision-making category for those things. Now, if you look at the last few years, specifically since the protests have started, of Super Bowl, and again, it's not all NFL entertainment. It's the Super Bowl halftime show that Rock Nation has partnered with the NFL on. So that drop in the bucket has given them a seat at the table and allow them to bring up the conversation of social injustices. Jay has a long history of infiltrate to overtake. He's an independent artist. He then became president. I mean, we could, I'm not going to go through all history, but at, at one point in his career, he became president of Def Jam, which is in hip hop world, a major label. Um, that knowledge spawned two very big advances in hip hop. One, selling a million records pre the album dropping because he sold a mill to Sprint. I think as an app that you you only could download with a certain phone or something, it was something crazy. But yeah, it was the Galaxy. A million sales up front. So going in, you know you 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 platinum right, mm-hmm. which is the same thing as working a single. And then including it in your album and you you launch gold now. That's what's happening with streaming. Right. Right? Same thing. Then he started a streaming service. Right? So those two things show you what having a seat at the table can allow you to understand and then make the next move on. Because those big corporations, there's there's a lot that a decision has to go through before it happens. Right? So they can't pivot, they can't move as fast as independents can. Hove said, listen, I got in, I learned these things, these how I'm moving. And now he has a streaming service that doesn't even care to report its numbers. You know what I mean? They don't report their streams like that. They don't. Um so I think we have to trust Jay in the fact that he's in the conversation and his company is a part of this. I think that Jay has shown us a lot by way of what he's done um, with social reform today, 
Meek's case got thrown out. He's good. He's clean. No more probation. Jay was the catalyst to that. Jay sent lawyers for 21 Savage. Jay sends water. He's still sending water to Michigan. Like, Jay is for the people, and we, we have to give him the benefit of the doubt before we just be like, yo, fuck this. And that, and that is the crazy part about this whole thing. We don't have perspective anymore. The second that somebody is making a partnership, somebody associated with that company makes a partnership that is black-owned, Oh, he's a coon. He's a car artist. He's selling us out. Look what he's doing, and this and that. Well, you don't have. See, but there's the no any. There's no information. And keep in mind, we haven't heard any details. Nothing. We haven't heard. We all we've heard was a bunch of sensational stories about nothing. About nothing. Let me let me tell you this. This is why I feel like people have always thought that way. But the only reason we know that people think this way is because social media gives people who don't need a platform a platform. Touche. I agree. Because I, I wholeheartedly, touche, but I agree. I wholeheartedly believe that everybody does not need a platform. Well, think about this aspect too. The last, and I think I was alluding to this, and I got sidetracked. But the the halftime show since the cap kneeling began has been them rolling out what I call a legacy white act as the headliner of halftime, and then they stick in an up and coming black act, right. That makes no sense with that headlining act as a way to appease the black community. Can I ask you a question? Why would, as the NFL, when you know a lot of people said they were protesting, right? Mm -hmm. Why would I roll out entertainment to please that demographic if you're, quote unquote, protesting? If your ratings are going down and you're getting reports coming in that, your, your Super Bowl numbers are starting to get lower. People are not watching the games. Like, for example, Capo, Capo I don't know if he's still on. The, I'm not watching any NFL I have game. not touched any NFL anything since okay. the kneeling began. So, I'm doing a fantasy draft right now. Trash. And see, and, and, that's the, and that's another caveat to it. Um, so there were people, they realized... I think we got to a point where I think for the first time in a long time, I think a percentage of African-Americans and a percentage of minorities realize their viewing power. You're not supporting me. You're not giving me what I want. You're not understanding where I come from. You're not understanding his message and you're not giving him the necessary airtime and the resources to display that. And you're trying to sensationalize this. that It's about the flag because you don't want to have a conversation about Racial injustice and police brutality. Now, guess what? I'm going to turn my television off and not give you the stream or the syndication rating. And it is going to affect you until I know you're making a conscious effort to answer to those questions to me as a treasured viewer. Well, to that point, right? The other side of the coin is like. Well, you know, they should just stop playing and we should really just remove all of our bowing power and all of our talent That's from the, the NFL. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard Here's in my life. Thing. We raise these black men to believe that there's an outlet in sport, right? So if we're going to cancel the league that we raised them to believe in and believe would pay their bills at one point and, to, and, and help them to take care of their family, then we have to give them another outlet. The NFL is a good old boys league that has been there for a long time. They have deep running connections, deep running relationships. 
we're not going to see another NFL pop up and, and get in the position that the NFL is in in quick fashion. We're in our so lifetime, period. Right. So the question is, do we infiltrate to assist and change or are we foolish enough to think we can overtake when the WWE couldn't? They literally had a league called the a- another uh, American- XFL that they're well, revamping. No, but they had one last year. Called that one flop too in six games done. They didn't even finish the season, mm. right? Because the, the, the what was the, it? The AFF. The most entertaining yeah, like athletes right. want to be in the game with the best of the best, right? That right. is why there are leagues around the country. I mean, around the planet that play basketball, but every player on the planet wants to be in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too. And I had, when like the first the Kaepernick stuff first started jumping off, people were like, "Well, why are they?" Why are black people still in the league, X, Y, and Z? That's the dumbest thing to me. If I grinded for 15-plus years to get into the No. Yeah, since I was in elementary school, my biggest dream was to be in the NFL, right? Cool. Go to college, get a degree. Now, I have the opportunity to play in the NFL, right? You think I'm going to stop because the president said I was a son of a bitch? Nah. No. That's stupid. That's well, I, I, I agree. And so, but in another... You got to have, like, the, the financial... Money talks in this country. Right. Right? Where am I going to get $50 million to play football at? Nowhere. Nowhere else. Nowhere else, right? And then, but then... And is your ultimate goal social change or taking care of your family? You got to remember who these people are, who these men are, right. where they come from, what they're tasked with behind their skill set. They're tasked with taking care of, sometimes, their family and two others. Right. And sometimes creating that generational the, wealth. Right. Sometimes they are the breadwinner and they have to make sure that that money circulates throughout several generations of the family. Yo, to that point, I was listening to uh, goddamn, whose podcast was that? Uh, Rap Radar, Elliot Wilson. Uh-huh. Listen to Rap Radar and they had LeBron's right-hand man. What's his name? Maverick. Maverick on there. And Maverick was talking about being a professional athlete is living life backwards. In that you make the most money at your youngest age. In most career paths, you come out of college, you get an entry level, you work your way up, and when you're 50 or 60, maybe 70 years old, you're making more money than you ever made in your life. Right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. In the NFL, NBA, MLB, all of these things, right? You come out, usually, them first two to three deals are the most money you'll ever see in your life. And you have to figure out how to make that last and grow. At a time when you're too immature to do it as a layman, let alone with the celebrity that comes with that lifestyle. Like he made a very good point. LeBron has been in the public eye as a celebrity and a superstar since high school. He was like 16. More years of his life than he wasn't. So LeBron's 34. Yeah. He's been in the public eye since he was like 15. That's 19 years of I'm out front. Right. Having to make these type of life-changing decisions while being out front. Nobody else has to live that life. Nobody else is given millions of dollars at that young of an age and expected to make it. I mean, I'll say musicians, some. Um, But you can call yourself a musician and not be a professional musician. You're either a pro player or you're not. These pro ball players, whether they LeBron or the 12th man, you know what I mean? 
have a different type of responsibility at 24 than most can even fathom. And that responsibility financially coupled with what it comes with, with your family and your community is heavy. Right. It's and a heavy burden to bear. Walking away from the NFL cause police is killing niggas. It's the silliest thing I ever heard. In it's my like, life. well, they was killing niggas 30 years ago when Jim Brown was in the league too. He didn't walk away. He used his platform to spread awareness. But he also got action. Right. Because he didn't just spread awareness. He was aware and action. It's two A's, I think. And and see, and that's the thing that I think people need to understand when it comes to these subject matters. Because if you get tired of protesting and stuff of that nature, action has to follow it. That's that's action has to follow it like you can't sit over there and keep pointing out these things you're doing a role well by pointing out these things and spreading awareness but what's the next step well i mean okay so to that point right my girl brought this up over the weekend she was like you're just super about action and i am um but she remembers when i was on audio airstrike regularly and we always talked about cap and my thing with Cap was I love what he was doing, but where's the action? Right. When are we going to get action? And now we're at an action point and everybody's upset. But action was necessary from the inception of Cap taking a knee. Right. And this, th- that's essentially a silent protest. And that that's a part of the cocktail that gets changed. But it ain't the whole drink. And action's the bigger part. Like you can put all of these... I could put the vermouth in there and the, the fucking gin and the cherry and ice. If I don't shake it, it's not a drink. Right. At some point, you got to get active. You have to show your opposition that, damn it, you willing to die for this. That you're serious. Right. Because they willing to die for their wealth that they make on your back. So at what point do, do the alphas meet? And it's like, all right, well, you willing to die for that? I'm willing to die for this. Let's see who dies. Like, and I'm not saying literal death, but that's been society since Benwin has right. been. At some point, it comes to a head and two alphas have to meet, whether it's an alpha male or female. They have to meet and have this duel to see who reigns supreme and who's going to guide the next 10, 20, 30, 50 years. Right. We're at that point. It's at a head. At this point, it's action time. What can... Rock Nation do within the halftime show and what could that catapult right could they end up creating programming that's before and during all NFL games where the NFL is now writing more checks to more black musicians who drive the culture in this country anyway right or it could be uh, the halftime show is going to be we're going to donate to this charity in response to Stuff in inner city communities and stuff of that nature. If That's I, what it could be. If if I recall correctly, I think I read an article that says that the halftime acts don't even get paid. Word. Is that confirmed? You sure I about that? I can't confirm it. That's why I, 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 I read a lot. So I don't even remember where I read it, but okay. I'd have to look into it. But I feel like the deal that a halftime act gets to do that show is not what they're getting on tour. Like Beyonce can do more on tour in one stop than she could do at the Super Bowl financially. 
I'm about to say. I'm, I'm pretty sure they get paid. It may not be. It, I it mean, ain't, the, it ain't the Beyonce the percentage. I, yeah, I know they, it's not the Beyonce. They selling ticket, that bullshit exposure shit. Right. That's what I'm thinking. And I, I, I'm. A, I'm a, but when I'm, you're Bruno I'm, Mars, but when you're Beyonce, do you really need that exposure? Well, in the words well, of Cardi B, press, 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 press. Cardi don't need no press. Right. Do I need it? Nah. And what did Hope say? Said I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. Every night we in stadiums too. That's true. I did go to his concert last year. <laughs> right there, they at FedEx Field. They selling it out. You seen what B did to uh, to, to Coachella? Right. So when you get to a certain level and the level of legacy act that they want to put as the headliner there mm-hmm. and you're black and you come from black culture Beyonce is not Maroon 5 okay sorry Maroon 5 you guys are great you're pretty big you're not fucking Beyonce you're not if Rihanna puts out an album you're not Rihanna Rihanna's not putting out an album because it's not financially viable for her to put an album right now Right. but there are certain tiers of artists that they're at a level you're not it's just there's nobody that you'd have to go get the 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 the, beat, the Beatles or the the e what was that right yeah, there the, the Beatles right or, now is crazy that's what I'm saying you'd have to go pull something crazy off right where people are dead or whatever we'll say aren't they all dead no they're not all dead the all the Beatles are not dead that's disrespectful um, griefed <laughs> they're not that old God, God damn girl God damn but no your, I am hold showing on, your age I am that's fine but like so hold on when did they stop like making music who the Beatles yeah it wasn't like in the 60s I don't know didn't they stick an album on an iPhone a couple years back that was you that, that was, was you too I'm YouTube. not sure you can pull up that disc it was you too it was you too it was you too okay jammed an album on your phone and you couldn't get rid of it for a while I was like yo what are y'all doing that's smart but, I like that I mean it was the J move with a little more force I mean yeah it wasn't it was it was super like aggressive because the J John was like, "Well, if you want this, you have to buy this and download this app." Uh-huh. They were like, "Nope, you're taking it." Mm. So it was. I didn't. Like, ha- I didn't have a decision in it at all. It was just on my phone. That's I mean, crazy. Like that but I think overall, I think the Rock Nation move is going to work to an extent. I don't think it's the fix. Oh, I mean, I think it it'll assist. I think it will help. So, spear things in a different in a different direction. Fair. I don't know what the fin- I don't know what the final nail in the coffin is going to be. I don't have enough knowledge to know what the final nail in the coffin is going to be to stop this and we'll re- re- see a vast difference. But I think this is one of the, yeah, it's the bunch catalyst. of different elements. Yeah. I got one question for you. E. Go ahead. In comparison, right? Is the Rock Nation deal and Kanye taking meetings with Trump? parallel uh i'll say this very passionately hell no and i'll give you my reason why um kanye did it i think for shock value and he couldn't really in my personal opinion he couldn't articulate the why the why and he was not i don't and in I may catch heat for saying this i don't think he was mentally capable enough to articulate the struggle that is happening. Jay is. Do you think Ye is smart enough to play the game with Trump? No. Because no. Trump isn't that smart, His but he's manipulative. Is. I think Kanye is not ready for that type of political smoke. That game, yeah. That dude will leave and be with a choir doing Sunday services quickly if he got any more deeper. 
Yeah. And I think it would be so mentally taxing on him that he would need time to recover. He he shouldn't. What he's doing now and doing music with the Sunday services and whatnot, let him stay over there and do that. Just don't be in just you. I don't look. I'm not even hating on Trump like that. You can if you if you if you sympathize with Trump or if you like Trump, that's fine, cool. I'm not gonna <sighs> dodge you for it, but whatever. I care less about that. My thing is, you do not need to be in no political conversation because one, I don't trust your mental health, and I don't care how long it's been mm. for you to be a facilitator of but the black struggle and this and that. Yes, I know you grew up from Chicago. Yes, I know your mother passed. Yes, I know you grew up from a rough area and came up. I'm aware of that. But you have become and have said things that has hurt a community and they have never been able to look at you the same way again. And then it'll be like, but my wife got three black people out of prison. It, Yeah, but that's not him doing it though. That's true. He could say that his relationship got her in the room. It, that's not gonna, people look at you and go, yeah, I mean, they, that's what cool. they, what, but here's, here's the thing though, what they say about Jay-Z, they're gonna say it 10 times worse about Kanye because people have not forgotten or have not forgiven Kanye about what he said and how embarrassing it looked. You are comparing it's this is why it's not it's it and I'm and I'm gonna kinda end it here. The reason why that's not parallel, you're talking about an articulate billionaire that has a history going back to ninety nine of helping people in the communities. And has got his ear to the floor. Nobody has their ear to the floor. I'm talking about through the asphalt, the way that Jay-Z does. And you comparing that to Kanye, who has somehow, some way, has gotten away from being his ear to that to the ground that low? Yeah, Kanye. It's not the it's just not the same. You bring his name up and people don't know how to take it. Yeah. So that's why I, in my personal opinion, it's not that parallel. Yeah, you're right. I agree. I just, I just, I had to bring it up. Yeah, I mean, people. I mean, that's been a, that's been a topic of conversation, and I just was like, yeah, no. The only people who are making that comparison are Kanye Kanye fans. So Ty Rellington. Yeah, I was about to say that. Ty said your whole name too, and I'm gonna go on a little rant here. Your beat here. tape is fire, though. <laughs> These Kanye stands need to stop it. When your man is wrong, he wrong. Yeah. Just accept it. Uh huh. Y'all gonna be the Cowboys soon. <laughs> <laughs> Hot niggas be right every year. The Cowboys go. The Cowboys and the Redskins go to the Super Bowl. Y'all lying? They not going. Can I ask a question though? Right. I was thinking about this the other day. So you know how, like, like when like, like going back to when the uh, Trump stuff was like, and the Kaepernick was jumping off, and people were like, "Man, all the black people should just leave the NFL, right?" Do you think where they going? That they thought like all the black government workers should just stop. Ooh, that's a good question. Because and what I, are we I, supposed to do with a six nine nigga at the bank? Yeah, he came and fit in a little teller's desk. That's what I'm saying. Because a lot of those people were tweeting all that stuff like, "Oh, these black people should just leave the NFL X Y and Z from their good government jobs." First of all, um, that's a bar. I, I do understand where you're coming from. Here's what I'll say about this: Nobody is going to give up their salary. Change their entire livelihood if it's comfortable for a cause. Exactly. People are not built this way anymore. 
the baby boomers and everything up to the civil rights movement, maybe in even into the 70s, people be willing to do that. After that, past that, people that were born into certain privileges and are used to certain conditions of living, and I'm not saying everybody was given a fair stick, they're not willing to make that sacrificial move because the last thing I'm trying to be is another poor person. That, and I don't think that we support the people that lead us in the right direction the way we did then. We made sure Martin and Malcolm was eaten. Right. By way of sponsorship, this, that, what, the church. However, but as society, people that, was, that was speaking for our people. Right. But as a society, we have been taught to be more selfish, and I hate to say it, more flaky. Oh, yeah. we Because mm-hmm. we only will pop up. And I'm saying this as a whole. I'm not targeting anybody here, but I'm saying this as a whole. As a collective nation of people, there's a lot of people who will pop up when it's convenient and when there's wins. Mm -hmm. When it gets tough, when there's stuff that when storms start coming through, they're not going to stay there. Oh, man. The only time I've really seen the masses of black people come together is when R. Kelly was... uh, when they was exposing R. Kelly, I got one more, but it's later in our list, so I'm not gonna say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at the list so I can be prepared. So that's, I mean, that's just how I feel about it. When it comes to stuff of that nature, like it's one of the things where everybody's got to be on one accord. And if you're not on one accord, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? All right. So moving on to a, another topic. Sony and Disney part ways on Spider-Man in the MCU. Sony's move to limit control over Spider-Man and potentially remove the superhero entirely from Disney's Marvel comic universe is one that was necessary and something Stan would have appreciated. So says his daughter, Joan Cela Lee. Now, JC out here dropping gems. I find that very interesting that she made that quote. From a business perspective, it makes sense. In terms of Disney, and here's not not necessarily in terms of Disney, in terms of Sony, rather. Um, here's why. If I'm looking at Disney slash Marvel, you have X-Men, you have Star Wars, you have the Avengers, you have the deal with Fox that brought all that there, you have Fantastic Four. We still own the rights to Spider-Man. I have allowed you to have him be a part of four to five different films. And if we're looking at strictly success, I'm not talking about film technical stuff. I'm talking about strictly success. Venom did pretty well in terms of box office. And another sign of this could be better for Sony is... And this was something that I read. I can't confirm. But at first, Sony was getting the majority profits off of Spider-Man being from the MCU. Disney and Marvel wanted to re-up the deal and do it more 50-50. Which Sony said, no, you already have all this leverage beforehand. You already, you're close to already having a monopoly because you got to think, how many remakes of Disney movies have we seen this year alone? Mm-hmm. So you got to think from a business perspective, if I'm Sony, I can be more independent 
and not feed into this potential monopoly that is happening with Disney and Marvel. There's no potential to that statement. It's already here. It's here. Pretty much. Because they own ESPN too. And Disney's about to launch their streaming platform. Yeah. That's why they pulled all their content from Netflix. Right. And then they got ABC. Yeah. So then I'm sitting here looking at this and and from if I'm Sony, I'd be like, look, they already are a monopoly at this point. And if we keep going on with this deal, we're just feeding the beast at this point. And you're probably gonna get cut out either way. At least you can do it on your own terms. Right. I said if we're gonna if if I'm Sony, if we're gonna cut out on our own terms, let's do this now. Yeah. So and people at first gut reaction, fans that don't really pay attention to business, they're not looking at it that way. They'd be like, Well, we love Tom Holland as Spider Man, it's more emotional connection, more so than anything else. Mm-hmm. But from a business standpoint, are you going to keep feeding this juggernaut that Disney has become? But can Spider-Man compete without the juggernaut behind it? People will go see a Spider-Man film because Spider-Man has enough. That show up for the first one. Can the film actually compete? That Sony as an independent studio would make sans Disney. At this point, like, do we think? I mean, because we don't know. But at, at this point, I think we know people will show up because it's, it's going to be a Spider-Man film. Whatever next one they do, or if they decide we're not doing one at all because there's already enough out, um, that's one thing. I think people will show up. I think it will make money as long as the story is good, and if they can somehow, some way, shape, or form, I don't know if they pull the trigger on this for based on contract negotiations and stuff of that nature, if they brought Tom Holland back in instead of getting a whole new Spider-Man to play him, I think that that would, I think that would sweeten the cake. But then again, I'm not sure because then you're saying, F you Marvel, we can still use Tom Holland and come out with our own separate movie. Can they but afford him? Independently, can they afford them independently? I'm pretty sure they can. Yeah, I'm sure they can. I'm sure they so, can. My question: He ain't getting paid that much. He ain't getting paid Robert Downey Jr. money. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you that they'll afford one actor. Sony still has the PlayStation. Like they still making money. Niggas not buying video game consoles. Like yes, that. they are. No, they're not. You see how niggas win three million dollars off Fortnite? How many parents do you think bought their kids PlayStation? What was the last PlayStation that came out? PlayStation 4. When was that? 2016-2017. New systems used to come out every year at one point. Oh, no. The next one's coming out next year. So, that was... You said 2016? Yeah. So, it'll be in 2020. So, that's every four years we're buying a new system. Yeah. So, it slowed down. However... Because... All of these games are available from a computer. Or a cell phone. Yeah. So, why am I buying this stupid-ass system that sits in my bedroom? Because it does a lot more. What else does it do? Play Blu-rays? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they still have Blu-rays? Exactly. What else am I using it for? <laughs> That's funny. What, what? Seriously? Nah, you right. You trying to build in utility that don't exist. I mean, you can watch well, You can watch Netflix on your TV now. So I'm going to watch a DVD? Hey man, you could have nostalgia. Bro, I wish somebody would come to me with a disc. I'm upset when you got a, a flash drive in your hand. If you don't send me a Dropbox link or something... Right. 
Yeah, at that. this point, you just you just paying for link and access at this point yeah. in this era. Which does bother me about music. I want to own my music, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Ooh, yeah. that makes me spicy. But from a business a last year. But from a business standpoint, this may be the best move for Sony. Because at this point, that deal, if they was to re-up on that deal, you're just feeding the beast based on, now. I can't confirm exactly the details because it's not confirmed to me as a source, but if the argument was we want more percentages, because usually in every deal, the topic does come up where somebody wants more money if it's right. successful. 100%. So, I got a question. Yeah. Because I'm not into the comics like that. Okay. Spider-Man is a Marvel character, correct? Yes. Okay. So. And I think Sony at one point got the rights to it. Right. Independent of the rest of Marvel. Right. Mm -hmm. So all of the other Marvel films are going to go on under Disney back. Oh, that makes so much sense. Right. Right. Because Spider-Man games used to only come out on the PlayStation. Yes. Ah. Sony. So to that point, we just saw. What was that film? Was it this year or last year? It's the big Avengers thing, I think. Endgame, maybe. Avengers Endgame. I'm trash at this. Came out in May. All right, everybody showed up at that last, that final fight scene, right? So that that now means that Spider Man. And wasn't he a pivotal character in the final fight scene or something like that? He appeared back in and he helped fought. So yeah, it wasn't. He wasn't as pivotal. pivotal no, uh, he wasn't I pivotal. I didn't watch the movie. Yeah. So. I, I did watch the film. That one particularly. Right. Um. Never been big on the Spider Man. Any of the movies. Huh? I always felt like the community that supports those films is super critical and then it like kills the buzz for me. But um, if we're separating him from part of the storyline and it's this flack now, how do we continue to build storyline? Is there flack? It could be. I'd be beefing if you took Spider-Man. There's a lot of other people in the, the 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 Marvel universe that we don't care about the way we care about Spider-Man. Right, but he can be on his own path. You got to think he's not. There is a way that he can be written away, like doing his own thing. So at what point? Okay, that's another question. At what point do we not care about the storyline of the films matching the storyline of the actual comic books? Has that been thrown out the window and I'm just not. For example, I'll, 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 I'll give you an example, right? Terrence Howard was originally um, going to be uh, Terrence Howard. Okay, so you know who Don Cheadle was in that film? Yeah. That was supposed to be Terrence Howard. He can't put no mains on it. Right. (laughs) So so Don Cheadle, who played Rhodes as Iron Man's right-hand man, originally in the first Iron Man, that was actually Terrence Howard due to contract litigations and he wanted more money than Robert Downey because he helped Robert Downey get the role of Iron Man. They didn't budge on it. They didn't want to do that Terrence Howard. So he bowed out and they replaced in Iron Man 2, they replaced him with Don Cheeto and they kept it going like nothing happened. So when contract stuff gets in the way, and this happens all the time in film and television, either you have to get a new actor to replace Pull in Aunt Viv, get a new actor to replace, or you write that character off. Either to do another mission or kill the character off. Fair. So that you're thinking Marvel will write Spider-Man off because you can't kill him off because he's right. going to exist over here. Mm-hmm. But I guess that kind of still leaves me at like, 
just replacing an actor is the storyline continues that probably unless I'm wrong is rooted in the comic books if you gotta kill him off now you change the narrative or you gotta change his mission that's changing the narrative right it depends if he's far away so if if the story is focused it's one of those things where if the storyline if the A story is now this and you mention in the story that and it could be something like two seconds oh well he's taking care of another mission over here or he stepped down from being a part of the Avengers team that's how they there's a billion ways so there's no there are no purists that believe that that's bullshit that you should follow the narrative of the comic books and well, that what all think, this is about well if you follow the I always thought that these films were about if you making follow the comic the, books live action true but you can't follow the comic books to a T there's contract legitimations and stuff of that nature that's why Iron Man was if you haven't seen it by now I'm sorry I'm gonna give away spoilers that's why Iron Man was killed off because his contract his contract was taken care of uh, Chris Evans contract was wrapping up so that's why they turned him old but they can always leave a door open to bring him back in a different timeline if they wanted to. Um, stuff of that nature. That's why you see certain characters killed off. That's why you see certain characters away for certain missions because sometimes contracts and stuff of that nature and the business side of stuff does come into play. Okay. I can't I can't argue because it's not my world. I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. now that Spider-Man is not a part of that, do they start the whole... Do they start over from scratch? If I was Sony, if I was Sony, I would look more into, I wouldn't reboot it and do another whole series of films. I would look into something that's more of a Netflix series or something that is more television based. Yeah, because I'm tired of Uncle Ben dying. Because, well, yeah, and and to be honest with you, um, coming out with a new series of cinematic films would be beating a dead horse at this point. We literally saw Spider-Man in one of the biggest brawls ever against Thanos. It can't get... What possibly could you do in New York City with him on a cinematic type of deal on the big screen? Pull him on a smaller screen, put him in some side missions, have or or take Miles Morales and give him a different series. That's what you could do. Mm -hmm. You could take a different Spider-Man and have Peter Parker kind of be a sensei teaching him stuff. That's another storyline you can do. Miles Morales. That's Ma- yeah, it's a different time. It's a different. He's is a, that the end of the Spidey verse? Yes. Okay. So you could take that, make a live action so version of that, and this is just me hodgepodge and giving an idea here. See, but that would make sense though, because like it would be dumb to retell like the the inception of Spider Man. Because yeah, because we know about because, it. Because like. I'm I'm 23. Somebody, I've seen it three somebody times else already. is gonna tell us how Tupac died. Just putting it out there, and I'm not gonna watch it. I already know what happened, and that is, and that'll still be beating a dead horse. But they're gonna do it, and it's gonna make money until it don't make money. Then they be like, then they realize it be like, oh, we've done this too much. Let's yeah. peel back. I need a Suge Knight documentary. Does that happen yet? That would be very scary and very intriguing at the yeah. same time. Why, like, how do you recreate driving over humans? I mean. They have zombies. He, he did that. I've seen White Walkers. Stunt I'm sure he could run over somebody. Should sure, treat niggas like speed bumps. Oh. It's terrible. Oh, man. So, moving on, I want to get to the friendly fire segment. Oh, yeah. So, Capo, you remember this one. Whenever we had mm-hmm. an array of a lot of topics. Oh, yeah. 
we usually would talk about the different topics in one to two sentences and stuff of that nature. That never lasted one to two sentences. Yeah. You see, you know how that go. Um, Antonio Brown and the helmet dispute in his overall attitude. Um, I'm just going to give my quick thoughts about it. He made a fuss about it and he threatened to also retire. I'm like, look, you can't, the same Burger King, you can't have it your way all the time. You just can't. You just can't. You're playing, you have a livelihood, you're playing to make money and also produce. That's what you're paid to do. Crying about certain things. I understand if you have feel a certain type of way about the helmet and this and that. And he's had he's taken some pretty good hits over the years. Like I've seen I've watched him play and he's taken some pretty decent hits. He's lucky he's not Andrew Luck right now. And yeah. that's putting it lightly. Shout so, out to Andrew Luck. Get your money and get out the game. Right. But. We're going to get to him near the end. Okay. But one of the things that I would say about Antonio Brown is going to be interesting to see what he does in the silver and black. Um, I'm very – I hope his attitude changes. I hope he's all in on the team um, because if we hear one more fiasco, I think that that partnership, I think that him being a part of that brand uh, with the Raiders, it's going to be short-lived just because of his attitude alone. He is still, to me, one of the top five best wide receivers in the game, in my personal opinion. So it's going to be interesting to see what he can do. Tim, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, I think that, well, I know that it worked out for him because he got a, another sponsorship with the helmet company. So right. obviously it did, it's not for nothing. Was it excessive? Yes. I don't think it was necessary at all, but... He he also could took could have taken that route that he did because in an interview in the off season he was like if I never play football again I'm fine so that's recorded him saying that so that's leverage be like oh he's actually serious so we need to do X Y and Z to get him together the Raiders played it cool in in the public eye but Mike Mayock was scrambling. John Gruden was scrambling. So it worked out. He got a situation where they made something along the lines. But Yeah, my thing is don't ever get to the point where you think you're bigger than the league because the league will remind you real quick. We can get a nice hot wire receiver in here and you'll be your afterthought. Yeah, that's why he's not in that's why he's not in Pittsburgh anymore, because they got Juju. So yeah. and Juju last year, they were both on the same team. He got more yards and more catches. And he was the number two receiver, quote unquote. True, but AB was getting double teamed. Hey, all right. Well, factors in. That is true. So now we're moving on to oh, Capo, you got something? I just have one question. Right. Isn't the new helmet supposed to be safer? He didn't like it because it's messing with his vision. It's more helmet, so he can't see peripherally as well. Is what he? That's where his claims were. But if it's an outlawed helmet, nobody can see. Exactly. So he, the, loving, the playing field's back level. Okay, cool. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. Um, Conor McGregor says he was wrong about the pub incident. Here's what happened. Conor McGregor was passing out his brand of whiskey. That proper 12. Right. They were at a bar. I had that this the old man weekend. No, last weekend. Oh, you did? Last weekend. And you ain't tell me? You ain't share nothing? I, it, I was in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. It's I made mean. in Erie. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, it's I, really I, good. I, oh, it is. Yeah, no, I got to try it. Yeah, we did. 
Yeah, I, but I got still got to drive home, so I won't try it tonight. Right. <laughs> um, you know he, you know the guy offered he offered this old guy, older gentleman, some of the proper twelve. He respectfully declined, only to get a punch in the face from Connor. From Connor, isn't that illegal yeah. as a professional uh, fighter? Oh, just boxers. Uh, no, whatever, sure. you're, whatever you're registered. Well, boxers' hands are legal weapons. No, that's black. I thought that was a. Uh, excuse me, black belts. I'm pretty sure it's boxers too. Uh, I don't know, but he says he was sorry about the incident. Do you buy Conor McGregor's sincere apology? No, no. <laughs> that was a unanimous hell no. I don't even have another sentence. That was it. I mean, they're Irish. They fight. So it's fucking Conor McGregor. What does he apologize for? Nothing. He told somebody his whole family were like terrorists. Nigga bashed a bus with a stool or some wild shit. I don't know. When he's facing Khabib. Yeah, he's nuts. Oh, man. That's wild. He was doing all this to Khabib. Khabib beat him and then beat his mans up. And Khabib got the worst punishment. That was the craziest thing to be. Yep. But we didn't. That's but Connor's the, the, you know. You know, but Connor's the face. So there's going to be certain privileges, both seen and unseen. He's a dick. Jeffrey Epstein commits suicide, or did someone plan to kill him? Um, yeah, they off that man. Yeah, somebody planned it. When you got that much intel and that much, like, and dirt, you keep talking about you going to talk, right? Like you asking to get taken out. Like you asking, like it's like it's like take me out, please. What was he in jail for? I think it was some form of financial crimes. It was human trafficking. Oh, human trafficking. Oh, yeah, island he, he's gone. And, and stuff of that nature. He's and, gone. And apparently the the people that he had associated with it, I think the Clintons were involved. Trump was involved. He had names like that on there, on his bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? And stuff of that nature. Like The 1%. When, right. Basically the upper echelon. What we would consider the upper echelon of entrepreneurs. The one person. Yeah, no. See, see, that's why I don't see how people could get into that game and they know that they're not ready for the consequences. I mean, he went to jail, but he was about to snitch. So that's the ultimate. He could have went to jail, and did his time. See, okay, wait. Let's be clear that the rules that apply to street financial industries, we'll call it. Don't apply to that world. That world is about self-preservation. Period. That's true. My so the, the laws of your local hustler who made millions are not those of that man. See, but yeah, but like if you, they don't look at snitching the same way. But I see. But I'll be this white collar crime. See, but no, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm be real with you. I'm a I would be more scared to snitch on the one percent than the local street hustler. I don't know about that one, Bruh, Either way, that's I don't think that's smoke that you want. Exactly. Either way, why get into the game if you know you can't handle it? That's my question. Regardless well, of who you are, at well, any level. I mean, when you—that's why I'm on the street. Well, here's, here's I'm the, not going to jail for nobody. I appreciate. I'm I'm glad you think that way. But here's the thing: this is also this, not the nigga to take to the club if it's about to be a fight. Oh, 100 percent. But we could do a right. podcast and talk about, about that. <laughs> Look, Just I don't blame you. At least you're honest about it. Yeah. At least you're honest about it. Discovered this about him recently. <laughs> Guess we got to talk about it off air? <laughs> I said it on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I, think it's, I think it's very um, 
crucial that people need to understand. Look, I mean, when you look at the list of things that he has done and all the stuff that was that was unraveled about him and the people that he was linked with, you ain't going to do all that and get away scot-free. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a fact. That's like, a big fact. You're going to pay either way. You're going to pay jail or if you're going to start snitching, we got to get you the heck out of here some, at some point. All right, now, so we're going to talk about ASAP Rocky has been found guilty of assault. Capo, I'm going to let you start this off. Cool with that. Go ahead. He paid like $1,300 between two or three people. Cool. After all that, if I just got to pay a little bit of money, then that's the end of it. I'm just not going back to fucking Sweden. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if I'm at, bruh, let's, let's be honest. I'm out of jail now, right? Uh-huh. And to not have to go back to this country and to jail, I got to spend $1,300 and I'm a millionaire. I don't give a fuck if you split it between the three. Bro, I got it. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll pay your half and your half. I got it. That's like $13. I got it. Don't worry about it. 1300 cut the check. And it's over. It's just not Done. Like, don't have to worry about it. Certain time, it ain't worth it. All right, you're guilty. You did beat the shit out of that boy. He deserved it. But you, you assaulted him, technically. He didn't put his hands on you. He annoyed the fuck out of you. Which does create a slippery slope. Right. But in this particular instance, pay the fucking fine to move on. There is something nasty going on in European countries around black rap artists. And trying to find clout through antagonizing them. I think that our rappers need to be more willing to pay the bail for their security. Because hmm. if I'm a Rocky, beat that nigga's ass. I'm not. I'm not gonna keep getting upset. Yo, Bruno, fuck him up. I'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. I'd rather set the tone that way than me doing it. Right. Because it, I'm more likely to be made an example of, which is ex- exactly what this was. Right. Because if the security guard goes and attacks him, it's like, oh, let me not mess with him because then his security guard is going to beat the snot out of me. And the security is bigger than him. Right. Not to mention, the security is usually at that level licensed and bonded. And you got the money to bail him out. If you're in jail, you can't cut no checks. Right. So it just makes sense to pay your muscle to be the muscle. I'm paying you all this money in case shit. Shit, it's now. Beat his ass. Because <laughs> that's all you like. Think about it if you pay the security. It's like insurance. You pay for insurance for years and years and years and years and years and years and right. years, right? Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. And then eventually something happens and you need the fucking insurance. Aren't you glad you had insurance now? Right. It's not, you're not, you're not paying your insurance based on shit not happening. You're paying for it to be there when shit happens. Right. When stuff I'm, pops off, you I'm pop paying off. Paying you to be here. For that, this same thing was Secret Service gets paid a lot of money to walk around with the president. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, they don't have to do much but walk around with the president. But they earn that check the one time they got pull that trigger, and they better hit. Right, that's what you're paying for. So the one time that these little boys is stalking us up and down the street and possibly fondling other women on the street and all that. Beat they ass for me real quick and I'll pay for you to get out of jail tonight. Right. I got you. Tim, you agree or what's your I thoughts? I agree 100%. Like, 
his security guards didn't do their job. There's no reason Rocky should have had to engage. And so, in that instance, they should have been fired. They didn't do their job. <laughs> you call it for people's net. You call it people's jobs. I what mean, are you? They're, you they're, more aggressive than Capo's response. I mean, well, but, no, think about it. You you've paid for licensing and all of this insurance and all of this for you to for, use it for these dudes to not only be with you but probably be armed around the planet. Right. So I wasted money twice. Right. You think? Okay. Let's Another switch one. it. Let's switch it. You think if that's Jay walking through Sweden getting harassed, Jay's beating somebody's ass? Oh no. He gonna be like, he gonna snap, and some big Russian nigga or something gonna beat the dog shit out of somebody, and it's gonna go away. And Jay gonna pay for the bail, and woo, and Jay, the news will come out, and Jay was nowhere near it, because mm-hmm. Jay gonna make sure of that, because Jay ain't had nothing to do with it. Rocky still got a little too much street in him to be the international model that he is, in addition to artists. You can't be doing that So You gotta move different Yeah and I'm not saying He deserved to go to jail for it But you in a foreign country And you beat somebody up And You gotta move smarter He got cut up and shit too Um So you cause some bodily harm To this man There's gonna be some repercussions for it Um He spent what Three weeks in jail I think Okay Three weeks in jail And $1,300 That's a slap on the wrist (sighs) Yeah not not to say that I want anybody to be in jail for thirteen weeks. Thirteen three weeks. But if you sign up to be security, it's like sign up for secret service. You know you're put sign up to be the police, sign up to be a military. You know you may get a great check for this number of years, but at some point you may get deployed and bullets are gonna fly. Right. All I was asking you to do was throw some hands. And maybe not even throw hands, maybe just move their person. Right. I definitely agree. I get where you're coming from. Speaking of throwing hands, it looks like other people are going to be throwing hands in the middle of a Popeye's because with the new addiction, we're not talking about Krispy Kreme donuts. We're not talking about crack in the 80s. We were talking about Popeye's chicken sandwiches that got 23 million worth of free advertising. All right. I got a question for y'all. Okay. When the last time you had a fried chicken sandwich? Last week. Uh, Earlier today from Chick-fil-A. Okay. Because I had a feeling that the chicken sandwiches from Popeyes were out, so I didn't even waste my time. All right. So you had one today, and you had one last week. Yeah. Prior to those chicken sandwiches, when was the last chicken sandwich you had? No, uh, it was the Popeyes one. I think it was on a Sunday. But it was a week before, two weeks? It was a week or two weeks before. I would say a week. So on average, does like does like, eat- like a bagel. Like a chicken bagel count? Is it fried chicken? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's about a week. So we're saying that on average, black man in America eats about one fried chicken sandwich a week. Yeah. It's just very small population of people that we polled. Why the fuck are people fighting over chicken sandwiches? You don't need a chicken sandwich for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You don't need a chicken sandwich four times a week. You're ridiculously weird if you're buying a resale chicken sandwich. They're reselling them? They were reselling chicken sandwiches. They were selling stuff in the marketplace for like $1,000, $10. Like that range in between. Hey, I'm going to be real with you. If you bought a resale Popeye's Chick-fil-A sandwich, I mean Popeye's chicken sandwich, 
how do you like sleep with like wake up in the morning it's like you know what i'm gonna just continue with life like normal you, you you're disgusting because popeyes put an announcement that they're they're taking the sandwich away for like two weeks and then coming back and it's going to be permanently into the the, mix. the menu right. they didn't plan on it popping like this nah they sure didn't but then we gave them all the free promotion as we could possibly could as a black community. A bunch of memes. Memes, tweets, Skits. everybody stamping it. Um, the, the Even the video of people fighting in... If I see a young woman fighting off a man who climbed through the drive through window to get a chicken sandwich with the dustpan, I'm intrigued. But I'm not fighting for a chicken sandwich. Ever. Right. Is, is this the only food left on the planet? Like People are damn sure acting like it. You're doing this like there isn't... Wherever there's a Popeye's, there's another chicken sandwich within the walking distance. Popeye's ain't that popping where they're everywhere. I'll be real with you. I can't imagine... That. I haven't had the sandwich yet, but I can't imagine it being better than the Zaxby's chicken sandwich because that was the best thing. I've ever had a chicken sandwich. Speak, speak on the Zaxby's. We need nah, a Zaxby's I here. I can't. I can't speak on that either. Zaxby's. Where is the Zaxby's? There's. It's a. It's. It's in the southern region of the lower, down there below the Bible Belt. Literally, it's from Richmond, Virginia, down. Uh, the Bible. Oh, so it's a certified. It's better. Have you had both? Oh, we need a cookout here too. Cookout ain't as gassed up as it is. Cookout ain't bad, but it's just so cheap. After I had cookout, I kind of felt like Sonic when they had commercials running here for years, and then I got to Sonic, and I was like, I really just like the hash browns and like the slushes. The burgers are trash. The hot dogs are okay, but we can't eat glizzies in the DMV. I never had a quesadilla from. Why would I get Sonic from where? You know how oh, I know Sonic is trash? Is different. Yeah, it's pretty Sonic good. is trash because they put one in Capitol Heights. The line was down the block for the first two months, and then niggas realized. And now you can walk right in that jump. See, that's only. I don't even know if they roller skate no more. They do. <laughs> but it's only. You can only walk in there during the day. But at night, it's it's like a line, like into the Wawa. Who's still buying Sonic? It's the only thing open, really. I'd rather walk in the Wawa and get a sandwich. So you just buying it because it's the only thing open. Convenience. I'm, I'm at Hoagie Fest, bro. Hoagie Fest is where it's at. I'm good. That's I'm the real Hoagie $5 Fest. foot long. So are you going to pull up again for like another Popeye's chicken sandwich, Cabo? Never had it. I've never had it either. Oh, you've never had it? Mm-mm. Nope. I'm not dealing with these. These heathens? <laughs> these coloreds. <laughs> Cut the, co- uh, the colors. <laughs> We're not dealing with these colored people. Yeah, I'm going to get it when the hype dies down. I'm going to see what it's like. Yeah, I'm good. Because I'm- then like... I saw the sandwich and it has mayo on it. I don't eat mayo, so I'm not gonna. Is that mayo? I thought that was their special sauce. Either way, I'm not. Gonna... I, if you get the spicy, it's like a good spicy sauce. I've had it before, mm. so. But if it's a regular, it's mayo, right? Most likely, yeah. Is See, the frenzy as big in the outer suburbs as the almost inner city, if you will? I mean, heads ain't out here fighting, but there's a line, right? The, I seen a picture of I think it was the one that over there by Iverson Mall, bruh. The line was out the parking lot down Route Five. Are you serious? Route Five the speed limit like fifty miles an hour. Y'all are <laughs> on the highway. That is waiting crazy. to get in the parking lot to buy a chicken sandwich. 
I'm just not this that. There's a Boondocks episode. Oh, I'm talk not, more to Mike. I'm not. I'm not that into it. Any food, like I still laugh at people when I pull up at Chick Fil A in the drive-through line. Long, I'm like, there's an app. Oh, yeah, that's the silliest thing. Ever. Just order it and right. walk in and pick it up and take it out. Right. You, you and the line ain't even that long at Chick Fil A. They make sure it's quick. The drive-through line in, in a black community for a Chick Fil A is insanity. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's asinine. Mm. It's the silliest thing. The one at the Boulevard crazy. The one at Vista Gardens crazy. The one at Vista Gardens crazy because it's just poorly designed. Yes. But also, just get out the car. Yeah, and see, but people are dumb. You, it's the summer. To, you're supposed right. to. People you're gonna spo- people gonna be out and about in the summertime, bro. You're supposed to order on the app before you even get there. Yeah. Say that you're there. You only you really three four minutes away. And when you get out the car, it's they're putting it on the the, the, the jump. It's a sign. Carry out order for Timothy. Right here. You got to do it. That's all you had to do. Make sure you got your sauce, your straw, and you gone. Well, I guess when it's late at night, go and get your Popeye chicken sandwich. Nah, when it's late at night, I'm going to the the carryout. Oh. Lucky Star, give me the mumbo. Hmm. So I got to, you know, I I guess I got to pop up over there with you one of these times and really see what Uh, you're talking about. You ain't never been to mumbo land? Mm -mm. Oh, man. Drip the mumbo sauce. Yeah. Get you some, 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 you got to get you a three wings. Wings fry hard, fries, salt and pepper on the fries, ketchup, mumbo sauce on everything. Good man. Mm. See, if you I say do. everything, they're not gonna put enough sauce on it because you enunciated all of the letters. You gotta say ketchup, mumbo sauce on everything. See, but I do mine's different. You put your mumbo on the side. On the side, I don't soft. See, but I don't. Bougie. You know what that is? No, no put it in. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what it is. Tim is is not gonna go get the food immediately. If you oh, if you okay. fry hard and you tell them to put the sauce in it, when you get back, you in the pocket. That's the difference. Tim don't tell them to fry the wings hard. I don't. So then he's worried that the sauce is gonna make the chicken. No, it's soggy. not even. It's not even that. It's just too messy. I don't like that. And then I like. You got napkins. I understand. Then that. You got pasta the chicken that ain't sauce and shit. You doing it wrong. No, it's okay. I like how I do it. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a good thing. I am glad that she said that. How, she likes how she do it, like how I do it. No, nah, that's not how it works. When I said it, wait, what I whatever. Uh, what else you got? E. I ain't fuck with <laughs> yeah, we was we, about, we, we we about we. the baseline podcast here for a second. All right, <laughs> we got. That's why I was like, no, nah, don't do it, don't do it. All right, <laughs> pivot. We got uh, some album reviews to get into. Um, first one is Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott, I kind of. Iconology. 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 Okay. Yeah. Iconology. You pronounce it better than me. Iconology. That's what it is. Yeah. Iconology. Iconology. Like um, there was like a five. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was like a five track. What EP? It felt like. I mean, look, EP album mixtape. Whatever they say it is, it's a project. It's in the pocket. So what do you think of it? Smissy, solid. Okay. Um, while Missy has always made like commercially successful music, right? I'm not exactly ever been the guy that's running around bumping Missy albums. Right. There are tracks on them I really love, but I, you know, I, I, it's not a lot of co- artists that 
reach super commercial success that I can buy into that the the rest of the way out. Like, um, I I I can't say that I didn't enjoy the earlier J stuff more than the new, right? Um, Beyonce, Rihanna, all of them. You can say all of them. They have a bigger a bigger mass to appeal to, and because you have a bigger mass to appeal to. It's kind of like my principal when I used to run Foot Locker stores. As much as Jordans are the exclusive thing, the store stays open off of like New Balance 574s and white on white Air Force Ones. Right. Not the iconic exclusive pieces. When they get to that level, they have to start making 574s. I initially bought in because they were making Jordans. Right. It's okay. And even the Jordan brand is watery now. Like it, it happens when you. Get to a certain level of success, you have to speak to such a large mass that it's no longer niche. And I'm part of the people that like it when it's niche because it speaks directly to me. Right. Because you was there in the trenches when they were on the build up. Or I listening don't, I don't, to I don't want to give myself credit for being there in the trenches or on the build up. That ideology and messaging just speaks to me different than a message that is meant to speak to the masses. I don't really follow the masses i'm not a group thinker i don't like systemic music right you know what i mean when it when it becomes very cookie cutter and i kind of know what's coming i get bored right okay i feel what you're saying but at the same time i understand why it exists and i understand why it's successful because the masses don't want jordans Mm -hmm. sneakerheads or a specific population wants that right and you can't sustain a business at a certain size with a niche market. Right, it makes sense. That makes sense. So what would you give this album for uh, out of five stars? Three. Yeah, I think three would be good. What do yeah. you think it's I didn't listen to this yet. All right, that's cool. I mean, it wasn't a long listen, but I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just didn't listen to it yet. All right, so now we're going to get to Jeezy, Legend of the Snowman album that came out recently. TM104. All right, I'll be honest. I'll start off. Um, I did not like this album at all. It wasn't it. it this was not it at all. Jeezy. Um, I thought I'm glad you agree with me because I was getting killed in my Joe Button group that I'm a part of. So, How dare you say that? Listen, I'm going to put this like this. You ever meet an old head and if it was his era, he'd still be that nigga, but he's stuck in the era when he was that nigga? Right, and now we're in this era, and those things don't work. Right, that's, that's how you what, feel that Jeezy album is. Yeah, the Jeezy album is that old cat that's still wearing the wide leg linen pants. Right, he it like you was fly then, but not now. It's it doesn't work now, and that's what's happening with Jeezy. Jeezy is sticking too closely to a formula that did work. I didn't even like his verse on um, who just dropped last week. Tim, come on, help me out, man. He was on there. It's Jeezy and uh, who album dropped last week? Album dropped last week. It wasn't Ross. It was no. That's exactly what it was. It was maybe Ross was two weeks ago. Yeah, Jeezy has a verse on the Ross joint, and I, that's my least favorite song on the Ross album mm-hmm. because Jeezy's verse sounded out of place. Jeezy's still a great artist. He's done amazing things, but this album was not it, and it sounds dated, and it's because Jeezy is stuck in that place. Right. 
flat out. Freddie Gibbs forever. Oh, Gangsta Gibbs. Gangsta Gibbs. We can't even talk about their beef. <laughs> that's that's messy. So yeah, this 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 by one point five two. It'd be like needle drop and give it a zero. Mm. All right, I'm about to be with Tim. I, I I'll give it like a. You said one point five. Yeah. You said zero. Zero. Needle. I'm Anthony Fantano. Yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm, and I'm giving him credit for just who he is. Like mm-hmm. somebody else draw this album, they might got it. Might got a serious problem. <laughs> <laughs> we might got fight, but uh, I'll. I'll. I'm giving it zero. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Mm. Was I turned nope, it off. Not a track on there. Not one. Yeah, I didn't finish it either. I ain't finished. The Jeezy track on that Raw's joint was definitely my skip. So I, I can I can see where that might have been headed. Um, then we have Rhapsody with her Eve album. Rhapsody is the best female artist. I mean, best female rapper to ever live, in my opinion. He said it. This is not. The, he's doubling down on what he said yesterday on the baseline. To ever live, skill wise, who is out rapping Rhapsody? I can't find them. They don't exist. You said to ever live, which means there are legends that are still living that are legacy acts. Yes, they are not out rapping Rhapsody. Really, I Lady of it, Rage isn't out rapping Rhapsody. I didn't think Queen it Latifah isn't. No, Queen, Queen Latifah is not out rapping Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Oh, okay, MC Light. I'm just gonna start naming no. people. No, Eve. No, no. Nicki Minaj. No. Hell no. Cardi B. No. Meg The Stallion. I'm just gonna no, start no. naming people. The people you're missing, else. I think, are in the conversation. There's a conversation. Yeah. I Bring just up the names then. DeBrat. That's close, but I still give it to Rhapsody. Jean Grey. I'm not well versed in Jean Grey. Okay. Well, we'll go down that road at a later date, but I'd put them in the conversation. It's a conversation. I De, just believe. DeBrat. Because DeBrat can do things with pace that Rhapsody can't do. I haven't heard a female rapper sound like DeBrat, past or present. That's because we got Rhapsody. And it's just like right now, I just can't. She definitely has it right now. But I've done, I went back and listened because I knew I would have to defend the statement. And it's just nothing that comes close to me like like that. So maybe I have to listen to Jean Grey. Because I've never heard of who When we person. wrap this show, I'm going to play one song. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But this Rhapsody, 4.5 dialogues. No, the Rhapsody's good. Right. Very good. Uh, very, 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 very good. I'd, I'd put it at a four. I'll give it a four. I'll definitely give it a four. Um, I didn't get to listening to this next album. I put it on the list because I thought I would have time to. Uh, Snoop Dogg, I wanted to thank me. I don't know if you guys had time. That's a goodie. It was good. It's good it, was one. Just, it was just way too long for me. Yeah, that's the that's him showing his age. Yeah, it's just too many tracks. Right, it was like twenty it, tracks. It's good though. For what? Um, and it's it's Uncle Snoop. You know yeah. what I mean? And he named it after what he said when he got his star. That's hard. All right. I want to thank me. First of all, I want to start by thanking me. That's hard. <laughs> right. It's like nobody ever gives him credit for like staying down and diligent. Right. So like it's okay to say like I, I'm gonna thank me too, I'm gonna thank God, my mom, my kids, my wife, and me. Right. Because I could have had all of those other aspects, and then I could have fucked it up. Right. I had to do some stuff right too. And in the era of uh, 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 victim culture, it is appropriate to say I did well. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So what was your uh, ratings for the Snoop? I didn't finish, so I can't give it a proper rating. I, okay, so so I'm gonna, it's all on you. No pressure. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a tray five. It's it's solid. It's not. We're not gonna put it into the four four and a half five category because now we're we're approaching classic. I don't think it's a classic Snoop album, right? But I think it's important to allow this album to be good at what it is. And what it is, is a mature album. And we need albums like this from the elder statesmen in this game, statesmen in this game, to show you that you can live past 30 as a rapper. Mm. It was interesting. We was having a a conversation in our group chat earlier, and Young Mitchell was kind of baffled that Jay is older than Snoop. Snoop has always wanted to be your OG. Jay-Z just is your OG. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Snoop was calling himself Uncle Snoop 15 years ago. Easily 15 right. years ago. He popped earlier than Jay. That is true. So he's up in rap years. He is older than Jay. Also Snoop's like to word the slippers. He's beat a murder charge. He beat death row. He was a No Limit soldier. He went by lying for a while. He's done cooking shows with Martha Stewart, who's an ex-inmate. Very versatile body of work. Um, Snoop that was a may be the biggest rap star ever. In terms of rap star power, just strictly star, star power. Take Okay, so... That started in rap and now has star power. It's it's between him and Will Smith. And the only reason Will Smith's in the conversation is because he did big film. Mm-hmm. Snoop's done film. Snoop's done television. Multiple ways, successfully. But Snoop's also done shit like started a football league for, for the youth. Um, you know, he was signed a bunch of places. Will Smith's rap career was very small. Snoop is probably the biggest... Star to continuously rap that we've ever seen in rap. Do you think Drake can answer that conversation? No. Why is that? Because Drake don't act no more. Yeah, Drake did put the brakes on once Degrassi After ended. After Degrassi ended, he was a full-time rapper and he that's all he does. All right. Okay, I can see that. Snoop's a little more multifaceted. Like if if... Yeah, I can't even think of a good comparison. Drake, Drake's big. Don't get me wrong, but Drake's like big in the way Jay Z is big. Okay, but Jay isn't the superstar that Snoop is. Mm-hmm. Jay's a star for sure, right? But his wife's a bigger star. She's a superstar. Jay is still going to get the. Well, he used to be a drug dealer. Snoop, that is true. Snoop has eclipsed all his criminality. That is true. He's eclipsed it. Because the last thing you're thinking about Snoop Dogg is criminal. Think about it. When you sit there and you watch him and Martha Stewart do that show, my mind goes to, she's a criminal. Not Snoop. I don't even think about Snoop's past transgressions. Besides the fact that Snoop was directly attached to, to Pac when he died. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's just, he's so instrumental in the culture. But remember we sat there and watch the whole season of his football show in, in one, one night. in one night 
I did it too. In one night. And was captivated. Like we wasn't even like bullshitting. Yeah. We was watching it. It wasn't like on. We was watching that shit. So I just think Snoop's star power allows him some different room. And I think that it's important for artists to be able to show us how to age in hip hop. I agree. So I definitely agree. Trey Five. All right, I definitely too many agree. tracks. I got a question for you, E. What? Did you listen to the uh the Little Brother album? Mm. I did not have a chance to listen, to listen to that. that. Please do. So the little brother, as a caveat to this conversation, I pressed play on it on um, Friday morning. I was packing up and cutting my hair before I went to Philly for this wedding. And I think I let that thing loop three times. Get out of here. Never bothered me. Wow. It's not a skip on it. Um, they're, they're right back in form. And I think for cats our age, when they first dropped, not first drop, but when we first got hip to little brother, right? They were speaking about because they've always been a little older than they are. Mm-hmm. We're speaking about stuff that we didn't quite connect to, but we understood. Now, it 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 hit different. the 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 subject matter hit a little different. Not that they changed the subject matter, just that you're old enough to respect it in a different way. Um, the production. Didn't really fall off, even though Knife wasn't involved. <clears throat> um, they weren't feature heavy. They just did them. Yeah. Again, like nothing happened almost. This album was so good. I went back and listened to the Minstrel Show and Justice for All. Justice for All, because I had no idea who they were. I was at work. I want to say sometime last week, and I when I'm bored at work, I go on DJ booth and, and read articles. Right. And they have a series called One Listen Reviews. Mm-hmm. And so I read the One Listen Review and I was like, yeah, I got to listen to this for myself. And I did. And I remember the first thing I tweeted, I was like, I'm disappointed in myself for never hearing about this group before. This before your time. And they weren't, they were like the cats that ushered in uh, like the currencies, yeah. Um, because I can see that too. They allowed. Uh, oh, talk more to my cover. They they allowed people the opportunity to lifestyle rap essentially, like just be regular dudes rapping. Like you didn't yeah. have to be a thug. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to be a drug dealer. You didn't have to be a pimp. You didn't have to be a hustler. It was like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm your neighbor, but I got bars. And because they were able to do that, they opened the door. Exactly. But no, nah, it was a great body work. I put, I honestly put that in my top five for this year. Mm. Remind me to ask you this on the podcast next week. Okay. But I, I just wonder what the album, I mean, the song of the summer has been. Song of the summer. Oh, that's easy. No guidance. Chris Brown and Drake. Song of the summer? Is that beating the, the Meg and the Baby joint? Yeah. Yep, it sure is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I have no argument. Um, last little thing on Lil Brother. Mm-hmm. Lil Brother is actually how I found um Odyssey. Really? 
Yes, and I'm trying to find it. Is it on the menstrual show? It might be on the menstrual show because that came out in like 2005. Because Justice for All or whatever it was called came out in 2002. I don't even. Justice for All isn't even on freaking title. It's on Apple though. Yeah, well, Apple's not owned by the right person. So you recommend what's the title of the album? Little Um, Brothers Later? May the Lord Watch. May the Lord watch. Okay, so I gotta check out Little Brother. May the Lord watch. It's a it's an easy listen. It's only it's only like forty minutes tops. Okay, so it's like a song, then an interlude, song, then an interlude, song, then an interlude. Oh, okay, cool. It's very it keeps you entertained. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna definitely look out for that. Yeah, please. Well, do. that has been it. We're all wrapped up, and this is pretty much the end, guys. I want to thank you. For coming on, it's, a blast, bro. Okay. it's been it's it's been a blast, blast from the past. But it, it feels like we we never yeah we never right left. back to it right yeah. back to it yeah for sure. Um, so definitely, I mean, in the future, I like to have you guys on as guest yeah for sure. And we just you know will. you know whenever whenever there's some juicy topic that comes up that if it's got something to do with music, call us. Yeah, all right, that, cool. If it's no hip hop culture, we we already tapped in. So yeah, okay, cool, no problem. Yeah. Well, this has been another edition of Audio Airstrike. I'm Everett Hall McNeil. Capo, thank you for coming on. Young Mitchell, thank you for coming on. Thank, we definitely appreciate, appreciate it, it, man. Appreciate Shout it. out to you too, man. You said this is 98. Yeah, two, two more to the big. Two nice, more until nice I get to my 100. Nice yep. and round. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, and I got to say this on air while I'm here, and, I, and I'm going to kind of open up the fourth wall a bit. Not trying to get spicy, but I am. Um, just joking. Um <laughs> I have to say this about you guys. I, I want to say this as somebody who watched y'all start Baseline Podcast and then watch it get to 100 episodes. Um, you guys took a lot of learning, not just for me, but from also what other people were telling you around the area. And you guys did above and beyond, I think, what everybody else was going to think. And you guys proved a lot of people wrong. You guys stuck the course, and now you guys are at 100-plus episodes. So I want to personally thank you guys for sticking to it. You I, know what I, I mean? appreciate thank that. You. I mean, appreciate it. to be very clear, I mean, the baseline spawned from Audio Airstrike. Yeah. Um, shit, it wasn't even called Audio Airstrike then. No. What, what was the original show? It was the original... The original podcast name was Loud and Clear. Yeah, yeah. Loud and Clear. I think when I when I first joined, it was Loud and Clear. And then it became Audio Airstrike, which is a fly name, by the way. Um, but it definitely spawned from the initial experiences of doing it and being like, well, I like this. I wonder if I could shift the subject matter more directly to what the Everyday Weekend covers. And we found a way to do that. And, you know, through, like you said, through guidance from you and other cats that I know helping with mixing and picking equipment and trial and error trial and error a lot of lot of L's a lot of lost episodes um, me learning how to talk Tim learning how to talk he definitely improved <laughs> learning how to talk on the mic like it's just it, you know it's been a growth process but you know we wanted to show those bumps and bruises man so that people would just understand the growth and, and hopefully buy into the journey with us a little bit and um, we just did episode one on one yesterday so we here and, and shout out to you, man. I mean, you've been through a lot, a lot too. I mean, two names, three, three co-hosts. If you think, yes, five actually. Okay, so five co-hosts, um, a couple of different configurations. It was a point. It was just you. Then it was a point. It was you and 
one host and it was a point where it was you and two hosts and it was a point where it was you and three hosts. Now you're doing the guest model, but you right here at the cusp. Two more. All right. You know what I mean? And you had a hundred. Um so so respect to you, props to you, appreciation to you for sure. Definitely uh, for, man. for bringing us into the fold of podcasting because um you know, a lot of people are jumping into the game now and I don't I don't think that they understand the dedication. And it and that and I don't say that to say like we the originators in this room because we're not. Um there was definitely podcasts before Audio Airstrike, Loud and Clear and the baseline. But, you know, even specifically in this area, I think a lot of people jump into the game and don't understand what it really takes. What it is. Um and that it it, it law, podcasting is a loss leader a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It's not super financially viable unless you want to stick a bunch of BS ads in there, which kills your audience. So it's a fifty fifty thing. But you know, to stick the course to hundred episodes, especially if you're doing a show that's you know weekly, uh, that takes some grit, bro. Right. Uh, especially through what you've been through. So respect, proud of you as well, man. Hey, definitely appreciate it, man. The, the feeling is mutual, and the support is still the same for sure. Y- y'all got my number now. Make sure he gets my number. So we'll do. Way. We'll do. Definitely. Yep. So without being with that being said, this has been another edition of Audio Airstrike. Until next time, everybody. See ya. Nasty award. I'm putting them in the holsters.